I apologize. I apologize very uh, profusely. I, I mean, I do know some illustrious alumni of the Nevei group that did sleep through flights that they had. So uh, I must admit I was sleeping and I was, uh, I just woke up momentarily. So I, I do apologize. Okay, I guess your body tells you something. Anyway, so uh, all right, we'll, we'll learn a piece over here. He's discussing the, I, he's gonna give us a little bit of a, uh, a program of learning today. Up to Lamed over here. So he says, Yadua Maimar Hatana. It's well known how the Tana tells us, Lamad Torah Harbe, that if a person puts his time into Torah and makes it a priority for him, the payback is enormous. Amnam, however, Seder Halimud. The order that one should be learning in, Zau Derech Yeshara. This is a serious thing. Sheyiv Adam. A person has to decide what is going to be his Seder Halimud. Me'achar Shalimud HaTorah Tzarech Liyot Lishma. Number one, a precondition for learning is to learn Torah for the purpose of learning Torah, that is the ultimate, as we mentioned before, though, there is a concept of that one starts out one's connection to Torah in a, in a manner with incentives and prizes and all sorts of things that children get at the beginning. But it should at some point come to the level of Lishma. In other words, one is learning Torah, famous idea that, um, you know, when a person learns mathematics, he does not become an equation. And um, when you learn chemistry, you don't become a chemical. But when you learn Torah, the Torah becomes part of you and integrates into the personality of the person. It turns the person into what we call a Ben Torah. That, that definitely has to take place. Um, and it's with the understanding when someone learns, it's in order to fulfill it. We're not doing it for just a, uh, you know, an, an educational exercise. Lishmor velasos and to, to keep it and to follow through. Chazal give us a, a program also how one should divide up his day. Right? The Gemara discusses how Shlish should be with... Uh, so the Gemara gives us definitely a, a program. Just as an aside, someone was asking me last year, one of the uh, Talmidim asked me a question. He says, doesn't it say in the Mishnah that Shmona Esrei Luchopa, that at 18, someone should be married? Yeah. So I told him, yeah, very much so, it says so. I says, but you know, it has a few things before that. I said, you know, you know, just like, I mean, this, I told him that this is a, a, a perfect example of how people take things, they, they look for one-liners and they make, uh, you know, they come up with an idea. 
I said, sure, it says Ben Shimon Esrei Luchop in the Mishnah. But it had Ben Chamesh for Mikra, Ben Esrei the Mishnah, Ben Chamesh Esrei for Talmud. The, 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 the Gemara had, the Mishnah over there had a whole Seder Hadvarim. I said, you know, if you're not following, if, you, if you're part of the program from day one and you're working in that, in that program, so then I guess it's very appropriate that by the age of 18, then it would be understood why one would get married at that point. I said, but uh, since you're not part of that program, I said, you can't just pick out one of the numbers over there. You know, you like the lucky number 18 and you want to uh, get married. Then I said, you know, that doesn't work that way. It's part of a program. But um, so, so too over here. In other words, um, learning Torah is also, there, there are ways of how one has to divide up his time in learning, etc. So, oh, I'm sorry, skip the line. I apologize. Um, so a person should uh, divide up his days in learning. Now the Gemara over there, as a matter of fact, asked the question that's bothering all of you. Well, who knows how long somebody's going to, how we're going we're gonna to live for. So how could I divide up my years into a third Chumash, a third Mishnah, a third uh, Gemara? We don't know that. So um, eventually the Gemara comes down to... Um, discusses it by the week, two days, two days, two days, and then even by the day, how you divide up your day. And uh, based on that, Tosis points out, he says, since when we learn Gemara, it has Chomish in it, it has Mishnah in it, it has everything in it, that's why it's called Talmud Bavli, it's Balul, it, it, it include, has a lot of things in it, so therefore one fulfills one's uh, obligation of learning by learning Gemara. But he continues here and he says, Misha Khanunu Hashem Das, if Hashem blessed someone with a, an, an intelligence, someone should try to uh, to learn halacha very seriously. Because this is something that the Mishnah Bura brings down over there. In other words, that uh, learning halacha is, is very, very crucial. According to your capabilities. If you have an opportunity to learn in a group, tell me them. Tell him that's that's certainly advisable. But that doesn't exempt. In other words, if you don't have, so then you, you make do with what you have. A person needs to set up time to 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 go through Torah. There's certainly a um, now we're not learning Hilchas Talmud Torah today, but there definitely is a an understanding out there that one should try to make it one's goal to go through Torah. And there is a, you know, there, there is what to learn. The first thing you need to do, he says, like this, like the Mishnah Burah brings down. Person needs to learn things that he's going to work with on a daily basis. With all the understandings, until it becomes very much ingrained in him, so when he needs it, he'll have it available. So that's the first thing someone needs to learn. In other words, he's being very utilitarian. You learn things that are necessary for you. Right? The Tanish wants you to go through Tanakh, right? From what I, I was told that the entrance exam to the Chachme Lublin Yeshiva was Chomish and Rashi Balpeh. That was that was one of the things you needed to know. But, you know, it was, it was a given that you had to know Chumash and Rashi. Uh, she's bringing down over here, you should try to, you should have Tanakh with Rashi and then the Mishnayis, etc. So you've been given a whole program here. 
Kolashas in Perish Rashi and Tosfus and the Rambam with the Perushim and the Arbiturim. And I don't think he's necessarily talking about rabbis over here. And then you are, then you have your other options for dessert if you if you get through this. until you have covered your bases. So this is something I much would certainly take great pride on. That he said learning Musir is certainly uh, crucial. Kitavlin hanitan bekol Michael. It's um, um, just as an aside, he, he calls that this is like tavlin, tavlin of spices. So this is, uh, you know, if you look in the Gemara and Kedushin, the Gemara and Kedushin tells us that Hashem created the Yetzirah, or Barasi the Torah tavlin, that the Torah was created as a tavlin. So we generally translate it as an antidote. But uh, the, the word tavlin, like you see over here, Tavlin really means a spice. So what does it mean that Hashem created the eight Sahara and the Torah as the Tavlin? Because um, we, we have to think about what what is the um, what what's the uh, understanding of spices? What do you do with spices? So in other words, if you have a piece of meat or you have any type of a food and you don't add spices to it, so it's very, very bland, right? Um, you put spices on it to give it some sort of a, a taste to it. So uh, the understanding by, by that also is by the Yetzahara. Hashem gave you a Yetzahara. Yetzahara is a very crucial thing. It's not something we don't want. You want it, it's a, it's a drive in a person, but you need to, uh, but without the tablin, without the uh, Torah to give it the proper spice, it won't, um, it, it's, it won't work. It's not, it's, not gonna, it's not going to be, you won't get what you want out of it. Just like for those who are learning Dafyama, you had it the other day also. Um, Caesar came over to, uh, I don't remember who it was, I think it was Yeshua, came over to me, he said that um, he had cholent and he says it tastes very good. So he told him, he says, well, sure, I had a special tablin to it. There's a spice I put into it. So he says, well, I want the recipe. So he told him, well, I'll give it to you. It's called Shabbos. He said, but it won't work for you. He said, because... Um, if you don't, uh, if you don't keep Shabbos, then you can't uh, taste the Shabbos. So, in other words, we're also learning a very important lesson from that too. In other words, uh, you you, uh, you you can't experience Shabbos unless you know people they want to experience Shabbos. Shabbos can't be you can't taste the Shabbos. You can't experience it that spirituality unless you're keeping the Shabbos. People, you know, it, you know people that want the Shabbos, but they don't want to experience, they don't want to keep the rules of the Shabbos, then they're not going to have that experience. That's that's what he's telling them. It, it goes hand in hand. It's, right? Once a person has exposed himself, became, he acquired for himself all these learnings, and the ideas, he understands, then you should go, right. he's giving us, again, he's moving up to a, a Kabbalistic level. Interesting, listen to this idea. He brings down because one should, one should be aware that on the day one has to make an accounting after he leaves this world. He's letting us know something over here. 
puts me in trouble too. Says they're going to ask you all the uh, deeper meanings of Torah. Well, my Samarikava, he's quoting a Mishlei, a Medrash over here. If you could have done it and you didn't, so then um, you're going to have to count for why you didn't do that. So uh, one needs to uh, have an ag- at least we should at least we should make it an agenda for us to try to cover as much of Torah as we can. Rogil Besefer Zohar, if someone you know makes himself accustomed to Zohar, Yerikama Mehabusha Magili Olam Habo, you see how embarrassed the person will be. Mishalomad Chachmas Hakabo is really pushing. One needs to become familiar with it. It says in many places, it would have been better off had you not to come into the world if you're not going to become familiar with these ideas. It's, it's frightening. He's saying, says, no question, Hashem is not going to accuse someone. Hashem is going to judge everyone, obviously, on, on who they are. Depending on what you were capable of doing. As long, if, if a person tried his utmost and did his best in learning, so then that's certainly what Hashem wants. The person needs to use his time judiciously. And again, you know, and we understand that. And any any time, you know, there's a, per, a person, like he's pointing out over here, a person shouldn't say, well, I just learn, you know, at a certain time, and then the rest of the day I'm off. That that, that doesn't happen. You know, it, it doesn't work that way. There's there's no, uh, there is no time off. You know, that's, um, it's, it's not a Jewish concept, which we have to be, you know, aware of. There are no days off. There's no time off. A person needs to work with oneself. There's no question about that. And uh, you don't want to reach what we call, which becomes, you know, burnout, as they say. But but besides that, though, a person needs to use his time judiciously and and not to live with this concept, you know, I work nine to five and then, then that, that's it. Well, this is, it's a different, um, you know, it's just like uh, being a husband, being a, a parent, all those kinds of things, there's no time off from that. It's, it's a relationship that's all, all the way through. It's a lifetime commitment. It's a lifetime commitment. So that's what this is over here also. Uh, like it says in Pirkeavos, there's a lot to be accomplished. And again, and it's below Amalecha Ligmor. Hashem doesn't demand for you to finish. It's not like, you know, if you don't finish, it's it's all or nothing. It doesn't work that way. Sorry? I was just going to say that we certainly wouldn't want Hashem to use that same excuse on us. That, I'm, uh, off. I'm off. I'm on my break. It's right. only nine to five. Call me back tomorrow. Correct. Exactly. Right. Right. Correct. Right. Right. We, we don't want it from any, you know, we don't want it from anybody who we have a relationship with. A relationship is a, uh, there's no, no time off, right? And he says, even if a person is not uh, especially gifted in learning, that doesn't excuse a person, so you learn what you can. 
right? Ve'emor karisi kol ha-tehillim, I said tehillim, etc. Ve'kamadapim, I did. Umachov, you know, what more do I have to do? You know, the person, like this way he's pointing out, the person shouldn't say, you know, um, I, I did my quota for the day. That, that, that concept does not exist in the Jewish world. There's no such thing as quota. And um, right, we, we, we use our time to whatever we can. And that, that's something that we definitely need to, uh, you know, up, up our game. We, uh, you know, it, it's, a ba- it's a very difficult balance because, you know, well, I don't want to push myself too hard because then, they get, you know, you always say this from boys, always, uh, so I just get burned out, all these kinds of things. So, you know, uh, you, have to, you have to be honest with yourself and you have to um, test, see? See, see what, see how it goes, but 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 that's the basic idea. I want to be a maximum person. That that's that should be the mindset that a person should work with, and then take that as it goes. And you know, it's it's be trial and error. But you know, okay, it's like you know, I'm trying to teach my grandchildren to ride bicycles. In case you have any ideas on how do you do it, I don't remember anymore. It was more than uh, ten years ago that I learned how to ride a bike. So. I don't remember anymore how I first learned. But, but one thing I tell them, I said, listen, you got to be prepared to, to fall and get scratches. I said, because that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. So um, if, uh, you know, we can't, we, we can't, um, what's the word? We can't envelop ourselves to say that we're not open to anything. You know, there's a... Um, I don't know, if I'm sure I'm, I'm, all of you are probably familiar with Dr. Tversky, Rabbi Tversky. He has a very, very interesting meta, uh, you know, marshal that he gives. I'm sure many of you might have seen it, but I'll just repeat it for those that aren't familiar with it. He gives the, uh, his metaphor, his marshal he gives is about a lobster. I'm correct, yeah? That what happens when a lobster grows, so it um, becomes, it reaches a point where it becomes uncomfortable in the shell that it was born in. So it has to shed the shell. So it has to like shake it off, whatever. And it goes, um, you know, has to go to a place of security sort of. And then it grows a larger shell and it goes through that, uh, you know, process. That's how it does it. But he said that, uh, you know, it does, it does, it has to leave itself vulnerable at one point. It does leave itself vulnerable at one point because when it doesn't have the shell, it doesn't have that protection. So he said, but, uh, you know, if you don't take off the shell, so then you won't be able to grow. And, you know, that, that's, that's what he's discussing over there. So a person, in order to grow, you do have to open up yourself sometimes to, uh, you know, it won't be so simple. But otherwise, if you're going to, if you're going to need things to be, uh, you know, no, you know, no pain, you know, everything's got to be just right. So then you're limiting yourself immensely and that, that's not good. No risk, no reward. Yeah, right. You got to be prepared to do that. So that's the idea over here also. So again, a person, you, you do need to push. And, um, you know, you learn from trial and error. In other words, what are you going to do? You're going to keep saying over the Tehillim? It's okay. You know, halavai, that should be what he does. That cannot be said. It's wrong. He's really being very, very uh, serious over here. In other words, one should not limit one's scope in the area of learning. 
It says, He said, even if you covered all your bases in Torah, oh, now he's giving, discussing something else. He said, uh, what, even if you learned, he said, again, no time off. There's no such thing. Hashem takes everything into account. Even on small, on a, on a small amount of time, right? In other words, I, you know, personally, I'm going through this challenge also. Sometimes, you know, you tell yourself you need uh, downtime, but uh, you know, that's, you know, you got to be honest again, uh, you know, with, with your need, your need for downtime, which we do. But the question is, you know, um, uh, not to abuse it. So that's what he's telling us over here. Filo alzman muad, even again, obviously, you know, Hashem's not going to be judging us necessarily on the seconds. We're not up to that point. There are people who were on that point. No question about it. There were people that, you know, if they couldn't account for minutes in their day, that was a, an absolute disaster, a tragedy by them. So, you know, if, if we're starting out by with days, but then at some point we'll work down to hours or, you know, whatever it may be. But that definitely needs to be something that we should be thinking about. As if we don't let a day go by that I don't learn something. Okay. That's definitely, uh, you know, that's an accomplishment, you know, before it didn't even make it to the, uh, didn't even get on the calendar. So at least now learning is on the calendar that, you know, I won't let a day go by, even if I learn for 10 minutes. And that's definitely something that if, you know, if we're not with that, we should certainly, you know, start thinking about that in those terms. First, let's not go off the days. And then once we get to the day, so then we have to start more fine tuning it. Because again, the more we grow, the more we need to demand from ourselves. And, and we shouldn't satisfy ourselves that, you know, that a day just didn't go by that. That's a beautiful thing. It's certainly better and greater than many, many other people. But that's not the way we look at our lives. Again, we don't look to see how better we are than, than 90% of the Jewish people. That's, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking to, uh, we're the only one, the only, the only person we're in competition with is ourselves. We have to compete with ourselves. We're not competing against anybody else because that's not who Hashem created the competition for. Competition is within, within yourself. And like I said, if you, if you, if we work that days don't go by, so then, but then we should try to up the, uh, the ante a little bit. We also, right, that's what he's telling me over here. Today, where are we over person is going to have to give an accounting. I feel pushing, you know, even to, to swallow saliva. Can you do it like it says in Chazal, in Tana de Beilio Zuta? Shafilo Lomet Kolayom, Posik Baachos Lotan Timna, right? Correct. In other words, you have a Posik over there, you know, Mars is trying to point out over there how nothing in the Torah is uh, just written. You know, I, I think, I hope we uh, appreciate that for sure by now. The, even this part, the sister of Lotan was Timna. You know, if you just keep repeating that Pasuk, Bob is Charo. You know, that, that you get scar for that also. So again, if you're sitting somewhere and you don't, so say some tailum to yourself, say something, you know, say Psukim. Whether it's a lot or a little, you should try to focus on Shemayim. Misha Yarilin, I've shown me Yomadin, someone who's who's concerned about his future, Hagadova Nora, Loyela Khachari Rabam Laros, right? Don't look at the majority, don't look at what, what's going out there in the world. 
Right, Yishma Diver Rabbi saying, listen to the Chachamim, Vishtadl Bakol Oz, Lahamti Margol, and I've shown to find the comfort to your soul. And to take the satiation and the radiance of your nefesh, Kishayoshiv Lilmov, when you're learning, Yishmar Nafsho, you're protecting your Neshama Shiloh, Yirash Tarti Gehenim, you don't want to have, right? The Gemara brings down sometimes Chashon people who will get two Gehenims. You don't want that. And the learning should be to, for, to, to go through, to live life with it. A person shouldn't put his efforts in for no reason. And, and another suggestion he gives, when you learn, learn out loud. With a clear enunciation. Don't Interrupt your learning, you know, fo- you know, give it the focus. And try to understand what you're being told. Right? God's not looking for how, how many pages you covered. Ella shows God's looking at the time that you put in. The famous idea, right? Uh, don't rush right through it like, um, you know, like they bring down by, by davening also. You're much better off not rushing through it, but saying it slowly with the kavana, that's, that is the more profitable way, that's the more accomplished way of learning and davening, etc. Okay, we finished the piece here. I apologize again for coming late, um, but as my, my, I always tell my students who come late, I said better late than later. So uh, I came late, but I didn't come later. Okay, have, uh, are there any questions? Yeah, Rabbi, I had a question. So yes, our mayor. <laughs> so we're saying that like we're we should be learning all the time as much as we can, utilize the day as much as possible, right? Okay. Um, yeah. But but isn't but isn't it like the purpose of learning is to be able to, I guess, function in this world properly, connect to Hashem in everything that we do. The and purpose learning, of well, again, learning, learn. One second. Learning is a value for in itself. Learning is for learning. In other words, if, uh, now again, he was, because uh, I'm, I'm not really catching w- w- what you want to go with that, Mayor. Basically, what I'm, what I'm saying is I was always on the assumption that the purpose of learning is so we right. can know how, right? Um, so, it was, I lost you, I got, it got cut, was to do what? The purpose of learning is so that we can do the right thing at all times, right? So even like our function of doing something is kind of like learning in itself, right? Like I learned this and now I'm practicing it, right? Okay, I'm, that, that's what I learned. All right, Amanas Lasnos, correct, Lakayim, right, okay. But if, but, if, but if I utilize my day that all I'm doing is learning, yeah. right? Then, I'm, then, I'm, then I no longer have time to do the practice. Right. Uh, my, my question, I guess, is, is is the practice just as important as the learning, or is the learning more important than the than the practice? Well, the, uh, it seemed like, like that the, the learning was more important than the practice. Uh, again, the Gemara does ask the question, which, which is which is greater. And again, Rabbi Kiva says we learn almanas lasos. We're learning in order to follow through on it. That that's no question. But um, and that's why Hashem gives us mitzvahs and all sorts of other things that, in other words, again, as we're talking about learning, uh, there, there are many, many things that within our daily use that will definitely put Torah to, to practice, correct? 
how to relate to your children, how to uh, relate to, to your neighbors, all these kind, anything out there. If you're you're running a business, how to conduct your business. Torah talks about everything. There's no question about it, and it will definitely dictate how one has to. Uh, conduct oneself under all those circumstances. There's no area that Torah is void. Torah has, Torah has an opinion on everything. We just have to find it. You have to find it, but the Torah definitely has an, has, has an understanding on how you deal with everything you do, correct? Um, would, it be, would it be also, would it be correct to say that he's trying to say to us that not, not necessarily learning, but maybe he is just saying learning, but be mindful of every minute of your day and make oh, it productive and, and make it in a way that you're connected to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It shouldn't be just stom the passage of time. That, that's, that's certainly a, uh, an entry level, but he, he is focusing on learning. And others, again, like the Gemara said, like we say all the time, Talmud Torah connected Kulam. If I have a choice of things to do, if I have, if I have a choice of things to do, I should definitely... Um, uh, you know, it, it's like, uh, I forgot, the Gemara Menachas, I think, brings down that. Someone asked Rabbi Shmuel, he says, well, what do I do now? He says, well, find a time that it's not night or day. Because it says, Vagisa If you can find a time of the day where it's not night or day, then you can, you know, get involved in other things. But 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 again, what you're all mentioning is Torah definitely is an all-encompassing uh, venture. Right. That's correct. There's the, but, but he does want you, in other words, if you're not involved in mitzvahs and doing, now mitzvahs is everything. Eating is a mitzvah, sleeping is a mitzvah, taking care of my family is a mitzvah. Those are all mitzvahs. So if all those things, you know, when I'm not being demanded on for those things, so then I should go back to the learning. That, that's, that's the idea. So like I say, so if, I'm a, if I can do both, I'm, when I'm riding in my car, there's no reason why I shouldn't listen to a shear. You know, unless I feel the need, I need like downtime. And then that's a mitzvah too, if I need downtime. But if not, so then, in other words, why am I listening to a shir? What am I doing? Why aren't you, you know, using your time judiciously? That, that's the idea, right? You know, but if I need a vacation and I need my downtime, so then there's no question that then that's important. That's all, but that's a mitzvah too. And, you know, because, you know, different people have different uh, needs, right? Okay. Did that helpfully answer the question, Mayor? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 one more thing that came to mind was like, yeah. I, I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning kids are right? So right. One, one thing that I learned was when taking off your tefillin, when you're taking off the shell yad, right, the, the shell road, right, you use your left hand to take it okay. off to, to show that you're going a little slower. It's a little harder to take it off. You don't really want to take it off. You want to keep it on, right? right. So okay. I learned that. So I know that that is learning, right? But when I'm actually doing the function of that learning itself and I'm thinking, I'm consciously thinking about, hey, I learned this and I'm going to do, I'm going to do the practice. Is that considered the same level as learning while I'm, while I'm actually doing it? Again, if you're thinking of the learning while you're doing it, I guess you are. You, what you're doing is you're, you're putting into practice that. That was learning almanas lasos, which is the, that, that is why we learn. You're quite correct. It's limot almanas lasos, the kayayim. You're fulfilling that which you learned exactly. I have a question in terms of just chinuch, you know, with with kids because you know sometimes you have uh, I have situations where you know uh, maybe there's, there's there's too much learning, and I'm not saying that, that 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 that's bad thing, but what I'm saying is that using learning to some extent as an excuse of oh, sacred mitzvah put them in a mitzvah, right? And it's like 
Uh, there are other things that have to get done around the house or whatever it is. Um, so I just wanted to get your perspective on that. Well, again, uh, if it's a, you know, if it's a young child, again, you, you definitely want to encourage that the children should have a, uh, no, they want to see that the parent has a, uh, has an appreciation for that value also that, 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 that is an important idea. In other words, if, if, you know, I, again, I, I think it's crucial for a child to, to feel that the parent, you know, values those, those, uh, you know, those things that the child's coming home from his learning, you know, and he, he picked up certain ideas in yeshiva. And these are things that you would want the child to have as a lifetime uh, value to them. It's important that the parent, uh, Acknowledge that and put, you know, that's a very beautiful, you know, idea. And it's something that I want you to have, you know, your whole life. And I, I think that's phenomenal. Again, um, and, and we do appreciate that value, but, you know, we, we do need, you know, for a house to function. In other words, there are being part of a family, there are family responsibilities. And in addition to that, you know, so then the, the two are not mutually exclusive. Right. In other words, um, being part of a family has certain demands, just like, you know, you're, when you go to sleep too, you know, because again, to point out that the child themselves, you know, sometimes obviously the child, you know, you can say, well, you, you're being hypocritical. You know, why, why you, you know, why are you going out to a store, you know, to get an ice cream for, you know, whatever it may be. In other words, uh, no one is 100% uh, you know, 100% working things out the way it should be. We all, we all are not that way. But, uh, but I think in, in the, I think it's, it's, it is important for a, for, for a uh, child to feel that their parent is backing them up and appreciates those, those things that they come home with, you know, and um, because, it, you know, it, it's hard to keep, obviously, you know, for someone to keep such a, uh, a value, once you're going to be challenged in the outside world with, uh, you know, what people like to call the uh, real world, which is, you know, terror is the real world, but the, uh, what life brings upon us, all the challenges, it's going to be hard to do that. So, you know, but uh, yeah, I, that's, that's what I think. Sure. Yeah. They try, try to encourage children, but, uh, but again, point it out how important it is, you know, being part for a family to function, you know, that's uh, a part of a family and, you know, we all have our, uh, learning Torah is, you know, whatever it's, uh, we, we, you know, th that's being part of a family. That's, uh, that's, that's important too. Right. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, these are big topics. These are definitely big topics and, you know, you need to, uh, balance it with the children too. You want to pass on certain messages to children. That's, that, that, that's so, so important because, uh, we want children to feel, comfortable and happy in the Torah world because otherwise they're, then they're going to want to look elsewhere for their enjoyment and pleasures. So as long if they're, if they're taking pleasure in the Torah world, that's an, it's an enormous gift. And, uh, you know, we should definitely uh, take pride in our children and appreciate that our children, you know, are being, feel comfortable in, in that world. And they're not looking to go into another world, which is a, a much, much more challenging situation. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank okay. You Thank you, Rabbi. Yes, Mayor.
Thank you so much, Javi. Really appreciate you're it. You're welcome. Thank you, boys. You're you're the best. Okay. So it's a shame we. Oh yeah, I'm not sure what'll happen tomorrow. I, I, my glasses are ready, so I'll have to get my glasses up to figure out how we'll do that. Um, all right, we'll be in touch. Let me see what's going to happen for tomorrow. I, I don't like giving up on it, but I like here, here we go. Here's a classic example. I need to get my glasses, and the question is, <laughs> if I don't get them, I don't know how I'm gonna, how they're going to get here. So um, here's we have that balance. We'll try and figure out something. So uh, okay, very good. All right, Mitch Shem will pick up. We'll be in touch. Okay. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Okay. Yeah. What happened over here? How do I leave?